was discontinued after A&T canceled their entire network. Sure. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. The <laughs> network was called, like, it was literally called, like, the like the TV show network yeah. or something. Some with an A. <laughs> I, I mean, I just, I really love all these uh, streamers that are popping up that are just like, we got a show. You should watch it. <laughs> Subscribe. <laughs> And then that one show buries the entire streaming service. Yeah. Ugh. It was a better time. Oh, yeah. The streaming the streaming wars. Yeah. When when we're old, we'll talk to our, our non-existent grandchildren about the streaming wars. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. I'll talk to somebody's grandchildren. <laughs> you think I care who? <laughs> Grab him by the ear, sit him down. <laughs> Point a gun at him. You're not going to listen to me. (laughs) Nobody listens to me anymore. But you, you're going to listen to me. Let me me tell you about Mr. Mercedes. (laughs) But you tell it like it happened to you. Yeah. (laughs) So my mom was jerking me off, right? (laughs) Right. You're every character, though. And then I I was hot on my trail. Tracking, and I'm, tracking myself down, and I'm I'm worried sick because I know so much about computers, but I'm also worried about me going to Harvard. <laughs> I know so much about computers. I also know nothing about computers. <laughs> I prom I promised my dad I wouldn't get me into any trouble before I went to Harvard. <laughs> right, and then I shaved my head and I was in a wheelchair. <laughs> So I go to this party, and everybody there's me. <laughs> Should we just, we just, I don't know, pick something from this patter and uh, roll in on it? Were you recording at all? Yeah, I've been recording since all, all, right. all the uh, the other talk. <laughs> <laughs> well... Uh. Should I do with this week on King Me even, or is this a new era when we just... Or we just jump in? We could jump in, I don't care. Is that psychotic? Yeah, but you know okay. what? Well, this this week on King Me, Mr. Mercedes, part two. Under the with the King Me. Ah, King Me. Oh, oh, don't you be kinging me. <laughs> oh, you got your king in me, do ya? <laughs> oh, <laughs> seems your mom's been queening you, huh? <laughs> now, now that's something we've never uh, really sorted out is the act of kinging me. Sure. I mean, first of all, welcome to King Me. This is an official Stephen King movie podcast. It's the it's- official podcast of... Uh, Getting uh, getting kinged, whatever that getting kinged. may be. It's the official podcast of Ireland. <laughs> Irish uh, detectives. Irish, Irish guys. Tracking you down. Irish guys are watching you. <laughs> uh, so, Dan. What? Uh, so, what are we doing here? The- <laughs> this is... Part two of season one of Mr. Mercedes. That's right. Right? Um, the, the, yeah. We, 
<laughs> so I think if you know if everybody listened to the last episode, you might have heard some fireworks, and you're like, "Hey, wait a minute! It's not the Fourth of July yet. Why were there fireworks?" Because we recorded that last year. <laughs> you dumb, you dumb piece of shit. <laughs> we uh, it's been all almost- caught. We're caught up. We're caught up. It, We're in the present. Right. It's 2023. <laughs> we're, we're <laughs> that's actually, that's probably a good insurance policy. It's just me. <laughs> just in case. <laughs> yeah. Uh, here we are with uh, President-elect Ugh. Ron DeSantis. <laughs> I don't want to talk about anything. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, sorry, sorry. You're probably, I mean, if you're listening to this in 2023, you're not wondering why was there an election this year. Right. You know, you know why. You know why. And and really, uh, election? (laughs) (laughs) You know. Yeah, yeah, we'll we'll call it whatever. Uh, Yeah. That's what he's calling it, so. (laughs) Yeah. uh, Since this is 2023, I just want to say King Me. Uh, fully respects whatever overlord we is running the country now. And we wholly support the decision to execute um, renowned horror author Stephen King for his right. um, treasonous Twitter post. Right, his uh, right. um, <laughs> subversive uh, Twitter account. Yeah, he, he went too far and um, justice was served. Did you, <laughs> right. see his, did you see his tweet from today? No. He's really... Is he on one? He, he took a big bite of the apple with this one. You want me to read it? Yeah, please. The verdict is in. The Supreme Court is full of shit. Whoa. He got him, dude. That's the kind of shit that will get you executed. <laughs> yes, and just to be clear, that wasn't me saying no, that. You're quoting... I was quoting Stephen King. Yeah, and... Not me. Right, good riddance. Parody, satire, <laughs> parody, satire. <laughs> So yeah, um, we uh, we respect uh, the whoever whatever chap is running the the country, um, <laughs> or whatever CrossFit lady could be a CrossFit lady. Sure, could be could be a CrossFit. Could be could be the weirdest wo- looking woman you've ever seen. Could whatever could be like a a dolly mini rendering of the prompt hot woman. <laughs> Or it could be the most cave-dwelling-looking man you've ever seen. Right. Um, whatever could, psychopath is in charge. <laughs> uh, yeah, whatever Mr. Mercedes himself is running the country. Yes, and of course we will um, we will stop ten minutes in to say the Pledge of Allegiance every ten minutes. <laughs> every ten minutes. Right. Well, and now yeah, the, the new one, not the old one. Yeah, a word from our sponsor, um, and then we just read from the Book of Revelations. <laughs> yeah, our sponsor this week, as every week from this point on, is God. <laughs> not the nice one. No, 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 no. The the, the very angry one. <laughs> Rob, how you doing? Oh, I'm good. <laughs> That's good. Uh, Me too. Yeah. So, hey, speaking of the justice system working, this week on the King Me podcast, um, we are talking about uh, Miss 
Mr. Mercedes. Uh, something. Mr. Mercedes. Sorry. <laughs> something we somehow refrained from doing even once in part one, even though we. Um, oh, no, wait. Sorry. That was the burbs. I was going to say, even though we made heavy reference to Adrian Brody's Jamaican accent. Right. Which, as we all know, a bad enough Jamaican accent is an Irish accent. Bad enough Irish accent is a Jamaican accent. Yeah. Yeah. They, they blend. Respect, my neck. <laughs> How you be respecting me, neck? <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, we're, we're doing part two, Mr. Mercedes. We, ha- we didn't do the voice uh, on the first episode, but we've had a whole year to think about doing that we've voice. To practice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you're welcome uh, for putting in so much effort. Or should we say... Top of the morning to you. Ah, bottom of the evening. <laughs> oh, tighty tight. Do they say that? They say bottom of the evening? I don't know. Or is that like a Mamma Mia, Papa Pia? <laughs> <laughs> well, now we're talking about filthy Italians. All right. I don't find that funny. <laughs> That's my blood. That's my blood, dog. <laughs> That's my blood, dog. That's my ragu. <laughs> yeah, the sauce don't run, all right, man. <laughs> uh, Dan, uh, what? So, how have you been? What? We uh, yeah, fine. All right, good. No, I'm good. I'm good. No, nope, um, no, nope. you said fine already. I don't want to hear the rest. Well, I just want to put a, you know, I want to wrap up the Bert getting scared of fireworks. Uh, how is he? You know, he's had a year to work on himself, and that bitch has never been more scared of fireworks. Oh, <laughs> my God. I took him out of state to give to get him away from the fireworks. Did you? He, yeah, he has, like, these big panic attacks. we got to put a sock on his head just to calm him down. <laughs> That's not... I have to put him in totally. a full chokehold to, to relax I do, him. <laughs> I do. It's the only thing that takes the edge off. No, we we were dosing him on Benadryl. We were... Yeah. Um, he does have it's just like this tube of fabric that squeezes his head and it's supposed to calm him down in my experience it doesn't but it makes him look very funny <laughs> it calms me right down so you took him out of state where, took him out of state where I guess they don't celebrate uh, the 4th of July <laughs> that's right uh-huh. um, I took him to one of those um, liberal cities mm. where they have no respect for Right? Yeah. In 2023, we're right turns full time. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no, I took him to uh, my mom's house mm-hmm. in the suburbs yep. where, you know, no one ever sets off fireworks, but not on the scale. Not like Philly does. I, you know, Paige texted me yesterday. She was like, it's a good thing because she, she had uh, work, so she stayed yeah. in the city. She texted me, though. She was like, it's a good thing you left with him because I'm looking out the window right now. And on the building adjacent hours, there was a guy just like lighting Roman candles off the roof. <laughs> he was just like letting her rip. Just, you know? Yeah. No, no, that's good. Um, from what I understand, uh, it was easy to confuse uh, the fireworks with gunshots also yesterday. Yes, that is always the case. I don't know what everyone was so upset about. <laughs> no. Yeah, that uh, that was a whole thing. Yeah. <sighs> anyway, but, 2023, things yeah, are looking the same? <laughs> Absolutely the same. 
Stay the course, Jack. Yeah, I think that iceberg is going to turn before we do. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, that, you know, we, uh, we slow down a little bit. Mm-hmm. That iceberg, be gone in no time. Yeah. Uh, all right, Mr. Mercedes, part two, episodes six through ten. What uh, would you would you think of these? <laughs> <laughs> um, not much. I feel like uh, so we were. Let's say you just subscribed. You're jumping in on uh, on Mr. Merce- part two, Mr. Mercedes, part two. Yeah, yeah. Um. You're probably thinking, well, what'd they think of the first five episodes? We were sweet on them. That's right. I felt a bit misrepresented in the social media. I think you painted me as more bullish on Mr. Mercedes than I perhaps actually feel. (laughs) However, (laughs) I've got the microphone now, and I'm here to set the record straight. I thought it was pretty good. (laughs) Not very good. (laughs) So... Six through ten, I feel like with so many of these series, uh, you could probably could have cut an episode or two and been in good shape. Probably. I think the whole plot line with um, what's her name from Weeds. Weeds. Thank you, Mary Louise Parker. Parker. Yeah, MLP. Uh-huh. I feel like you know. After seeing how her character arc uh, wraps up, yep. felt like she almost didn't need to be there. She's basically like a plot device to get Holly into the story is kind of how it felt. Yes. But Holly's a good character. Holly's a good character. Um, this is the first time I've ever heard stimming referred to in a TV show. And what is... Oh, yeah. the uh... Stimming is just like... Yeah, it's like when you're neurodivergent mm-hmm. and you just get like overstimulated right right is that what she said yeah so couldn't be me i have a very normal brain <laughs> it's very big very normal any doctor who's not a complete quack will tell you that i have a very normal brain right <laughs> oh god <laughs> What? No, no. There, there have been too many public figures talking about how normal their brains are. Oh. <laughs> um, well, none of them hold a candle to me. Right. Unless they have extrajudicial um, execution powers <laughs> here in 2023. Right. In which case, their brain is much bigger and much more normal. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, so let's start with episode six, Dan. All right. Uh, Go ahead. Kick it off. Great. We yeah, you're like the kick. You're the you're the one who keeps this keeps this ship on the rails. Wouldn't you say? Right. Last we left Brady, um, I think he was he he denied his mother um, the the sex that she required. (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) she. Was just trying to comfort him. He had a big interview the next day. She offered to jack him off, yeah. and he he said no, thank you. Uh, <laughs> and also, um, Bill Hodges, our main character in there, uh, they had little uh, what would you call it, like a a tete a tete over uh, like a like a Skype kind of thing. 
Um, Except it was called what? Debbie's Blue Umbrella? Yeah. Under Debbie's Blue Umbrella? Right, yeah. Um, so that's where we left off. Episode 5. Which is what Skype should be called. Debbie's Blue Umbrella? Debbie's Blue Umbrella, yeah. Yeah. Also, just like on the subject of denying one's mother sex, mm-hmm. like, <laughs> this job does such a... I mean, this show does such a good job of painting Brady as just like this absolute monster. Right. That he wouldn't even give his <laughs> mom the sex that she required. Right. <laughs> she needed it. Right. She had a hard day, too. Um, he also... So, has she gotten sober yet in episode five? So, in episode six, she says, ah. I'm off the booze. She get Climbing on that wagon. That's right. Which, I mean, up until this point, she has been just a hardcore drunk mm-hmm. the whole time. Um, and she dumps out all the booze. Um, Brady sees this, and he's like, uh, he he's kind of uh, put off by the whole thing. Because if his mom gets sober, then she also might, like, wise up to what he's up to. Which- it's that, and then also he's like, he's like... He basically is like, I can't have her living her own life because she needs me. Right. Like, he likes that. Right. The mother boy right. aspect of it. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> what's a what's a boy without his mother? Right. Yeah. Um, he's also making bombs, baby. He he uh, he has some C four, and he like in the opening scene, he fashions a bomb, and he puts it in his car uh, because he's gonna you know go plant it somewhere or whatever um out of nowhere his mom gets sober and she takes the car out for the day <laughs> and she is a woman about town mm. um and the her this whole storyline with her getting sober and her big day out of the house yeah. is fucking wild <laughs> <laughs> how so um so she she goes she gets her hair done um which was nice for her. Uh, then in the parking lot, she um, I think she was looking for a job. Um, yeah, so she goes to the salon that she'd gotten fired from. Right, which we find we, out she got fired because out. she chemically burned somebody's scalp. Because uh, she, uh, I thought it was going to be because she uh, drank all the barbicide <laughs> like a damn fish. <laughs> Uh, yeah, she burned somebody's scalp with like chemical coloring or something like that, and because she was too drunk. Mm. Um, while she's over there, she runs into like an old friend from high school. Um, you know, like a, a football player. It seems like they knew each other pretty well. Uh, they go to lunch. Um, All right. Yeah. Before we get too far into this, okay. I just want to. Paint a picture of this guy a little bit. Okay, yeah, yeah. Just a fucking stud. Just a total pimp. <laughs> right. And you'll find out why in a second. Yeah, I mean, it, dude drives a... Uh, I think it's a Mustang. Pontiac. I oh, think is it's it a like Firebird? A Pony- I think it's a Firebird, yeah. I think, yeah. yeah, I think you're right. It, but it's like a newer Firebird. It's not like a one, like an old school it's one. Not, <laughs> not a Coach Dave's Firebird. <laughs> right, exactly. Right, yeah. Um, you know, got, he has like those jeans with like... The lines, uh, like, yeah, yeah, the the like bleach, yeah, like the lines, dyed yeah. lines across it, you know, like uh, almost like an in, Ed Hardy style, but not quite intricate 
pocket embroidery right. type of jeans. Boot cut, you know. Of course. <laughs> of course. Couldn't be sitting weirder around those ankles. <laughs> Uh, so they, uh, they decide to get lunch like, together. <laughs> yeah. He's like formerly cut, but now he has high blood pressure. <laughs> right. So it's like a, a smoothed out version of a buff guy. Right. He also yeah. has like a, a faux hawk. Yeah, he does. Um, which is, that's an interesting look for like a 45 year old. <laughs> but what if you're what if you're on an upswing like he is? You, <laughs> yeah. Guy owns a bar in a strip mall. He's doing good. Yeah, he's doing pretty good. Um, so they go, they have lunch, um, he's drinking and she's just having water. Um, and she starts getting into like, she starts talking about Mr. Mercedes and how she has this really like, Mr. <laughs> this feeling that they're going to catch him real soon. Right. And he, yeah. It, okay. That's a funny yeah. character detail that she, she like, like, I like that, that, that was a nice touch that basically like. There's a woman who hasn't been out of the house in 10 years. And right. so she feels totally comfortable being like, yeah, I get these premonitions. Right. I mean, like you look at how uh, our world is now, right? Every like people after 2023 the, world. Exactly. After yeah. the pandemic and everything, when people start going back outside, everybody was absolutely insane. <laughs> like Nobody yeah. knew how to interact with anyone. Um, and there's still some some of that left over here in 2023. Um, so they, uh, they go, they get back in his car and he's like, can you hand me that bag in the back seat? And she's like, yeah, sure. He's like, go ahead, open it up. And so it's fucking crazy. Eagle-eared listeners will remember what I said earlier about this guy being an absolute pimp and a stud. This is why. <laughs> so, uh, she opens the bag mm-hmm. and it's like, what's in there, Dan? I don't, an assortment of things, I would say. It's like a little pleasure chest. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's his duffel bag full of uh, pleasure. Yeah. There's um, like there's a ton of condoms, lube, handcuffs, a, dildos. Toys, yeah. Yeah. Um, $10,000 cat. No. <laughs> yeah. A, bo- a small, like a, but he's a like, mini bottle of, uh, like a medium-sized bottle of Johnny Walker Black. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, just, he's like, could you get the bag? And he's like, could you hand me uh, just the bottle there? Right, and it's like no, nah, the other stuff that's for later. And then he sort of gestures at the disgusting motel across the street, <laughs> right? The absolute bummer of a building across the street. Yeah. Um. I. I mean, what do you what do you think of this guy just driving around with a bag like that, <laughs> just just prepared at any moment to, uh, like, have the time of his life? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's called a go bag. Yeah, and it, dude's ready to go at any moment. <laughs> when shit hits the fan, right. some you know some people are into scat. There's nothing wrong with that, <laughs> right? Hey, that rhymes. Um, <laughs> yes, I had pre-written that. <laughs> I I liked it. It felt a little bit earned to me because they do go through the trouble of of him being like like talking about his wife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like, he is just, like, a gross horn dog. I like that he has his sex bag. It's very clear that part of his lifestyle is, like, cheating on his wife. Right. Right? That's why you have a bag like that, yeah. I assume. Yeah, yeah, That's, like, part of the lifestyle. <laughs> right. Um, so I, I found that to be uh, kind of strange. But, you know, that's, that's me. I'm not a, not a weird sicko like you, Dan. 
That's right. <laughs> I've got I've got wants. <laughs> well, we don't all have a fuck bag we drive around with. <laughs> you gotta you gotta clean that thing regularly. Yeah. If you think a gym bag smells bad, <laughs> um. So she's like, I'm not, I don't want to do that. <laughs> and she's not really into it. And then he, he gets pissed off and he's like, you know, uh, whatever. Uh, he accuses her of being a drunk and she's like, I'm getting sober. And he's like, good for you, Deb. And just fucking like bounces. Yeah. Ugh, that was brutal. Yeah. So while this is happening, Brady also, he like, he knows that, you know, his mom is trying to get sober, which again, he does not want. So while he's out, he also picks up like this bottle of fancy vodka, like a nicer bottle mm. of vodka. Crystal Skull Vodka. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> Dan Aykroyd's yeah. shitty vodka in a Crystal Skull bottle. <laughs> so bad. Um, <laughs> You've had? Uh, I think, uh, yeah. Like, I think when it first like came out. When it out, came out? Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, that's... It's, um... It sucks. It is disgusting. Yeah, I mean, like... I'm not a big vodka drinker to begin with. Not a big Dan Aykroyd fan, yeah, I thought you I were going to say. I think Dan Aykroyd is eh, not the best. <laughs> Come on. He's fine. Come on. What's your favorite Dan Aykroyd movie? Fifty First Dates. <laughs> I, I like that he wore a Hawaiian shirt. Oh, well. Why? What's yours? Uh, was it Dr. Detroit or whatever it's called? <laughs> yeah, Dr. So Detroit. <laughs> <laughs> we should do that for the Patreon. I've never seen that. No, neither have I. I what if as a premise for a mini series we did um we tried to dis we we tried to shake friend of the show Melissa Jobin of her oh, of appreciation her, of her for Dan Aykroyd fever? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, we, we, uh, that's try, a good idea. Try to get her to kick the habit. Yeah. So I I think Dan Aykroyd is just okay. He is my... I mean, I think I've maybe even said this on this very program, mm -hmm. the King Me program, Yeah, that he is my favorite line in Ghostbusters. Which is what? When he's, like, running around the firehouse, and he's like, <laughs> he's like, this, he's like, they have a pole. Yeah. Do you see this pole? <laughs> We have to spend the night here. We gotta buy this place. Yeah. Does Whatever this pole still work? Yeah. <laughs> have you seen this pole? <laughs> and he just wants to have like a sleepover at the abandoned fire station. I mean, that is That's, pretty good. Yeah, it's great. Um, yeah, I don't know. Dan Aykroyd. He's got um, he's got his place and time, I suppose. I suppose. Dan Aykroyd or Jim Belushi. You want me to pick? Yeah. Um, see, I don't know. Jim Belushi has become uh, this like weird pot advocate on mm -hmm. on Twitter, and he, and Dan Aykroyd is a um, he, he owns Crystal cryptid Skull Truther. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. He owns Crystal Skull Vodka. He only wants to talk about UFOs and cryptids, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which like. Maybe those two things go hand in hand, smoking weed and talking cryptids. But uh, I don't know. I'm more I, today in 2023. Give me more Belushi, baby. <laughs> That's right. That's right. So 
Brady buys the fanciest vodka they have at the liquor store. Right. Crystal Skull Vodka. Crystal Skull. <laughs> the most expensive liquor there is. Right. Uh, he brings it home and he, he explains to his mom that she can't just quit cold turkey, that she has to, uh, you know, ease off of it. So, you know, today she can have like two drinks and then tomorrow one. And then after that, she'll be done. Uh, which, you know, uh, she's an alcoholic. That's not the way that that works. Um, so he just. It's also not the way that it works that you. Like, there's not a time delay on withdrawal. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that was a wow. I wish everyone could have just seen what happened to your face when you when I tripped away from the Yeah, you <laughs> you that? did <laughs> you you did fucking dizzy Gillespie cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> you big trouble in little china your whole face. I just inflated it. It was I, it's like a puffer fish and then I went back down. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. Your eyes shot out. I could see the stalks. <laughs> The stalks of my eye, the stalks of your eyes. <laughs> All right. Uh, so I mean, like, I'm I'm not trying to brush past everything, but I think that was like the gist of it. And then, like, Bill Hodges, uh, you know, his storyline in this episode, it's mostly revolving uh, revolves around like his family. Like mm-hmm. his his daughter gets in trouble again. She's been like she's been arrested for DOIs before. Um, and he has an opportunity to like you know get her out of uh, trouble. Well, that's like a flashback, right? Oh, was it? I thought it was. Uh... I thought so because his hair's like bright orange. Yeah, maybe it was. All right. Yeah. Well, I, f- I, f- yeah, because he's like oh, yeah. dealing with his wife and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Right? Okay, I'm sorry. So. Yeah, right. It's a flashback, and then right, she ends up. Uh, he ends up, you know, not helping her. She goes to jail. And that's, I think, why she won't talk to him now, present day. Yeah. Um, and that's so. Not not only interaction between the two the two gentlemen here. It's not not all about you know whatever. Um, so it's that, not all about them, right? Uh, so let's see. In the next episode, it, Hodges gets a computer. Was this Brady's computer? This was... No, this was... um, I forget her name, but the woman who owned the Mercedes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, Mrs. Mercedes. Mrs. <laughs> there is a Mrs. Mercedes. <laughs> I was right. Yep. <laughs> um, but yeah, the, the woman who owned the car that Brady drove when he... Um, Right. When he hit, when he did the Mister Mercedes attack, <laughs> I think they just called him the Mercedes killer. But, right. Um, he, yeah, Bill gets her computer. Um, I, I forget why it occurs to him to get it in the first place. Like I know, I know he goes and talks to. Well, right, he talks to uh, Lady Weeds. Right, Mary Louise Parker, who is uh, Mrs. Mercedes' sister. <laughs> <laughs> Try and keep up, everyone. Aunt Mercedes. <laughs> yeah, Aunt Mercedes. Um, and I guess he he just kind of, he knows that Brady was talking to her, and he knows that like she. Uh, there's this whole storyline about how like uh, this woman couldn't handle the fact that like like how did he get her car? He used her car to do this horrible thing. And he, she's like, I didn't leave my keys in it. I, like, there's nothing 
There's no way that that could have happened. All this stuff, right? Um, so, you know, uh, Hodges wants to, you know, d- dig deeper into this. He knows that, like, Brady had some sort of contact with her. Maybe he could find something on the computer. Some emails, back and forth, whatever. Um, so he he gets uh, his neighbor, uh, Jerome, and Molly. Nope, Holly. Holly. <laughs> Holly. Um, to... Uh, try and break into this computer because um, he is <laughs> he doesn't know anything about it and at this point like Jerome's dad is like stop talking to him like you're not involved in this and he you know Hodges is like okay like stays away and now he's like but I still need your help you have to help me here <laughs> uh, while this is going on Brady th- there's this whole scene where Brady's at work at his shitty like electronics job and there's that like branch manager that comes in. Yeah, I, the branch manager who's basically like Alec Baldwin and Glengarry yeah. Glen Ross. <laughs> He's like a raving psychopath. I like that though. Like, <laughs> no, I I liked it too. It was insane though. Of like, it's it's like low stakes Glengarry Glen Ross. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like he basically comes in and he's like, everybody here it sucks. You're all <laughs> they're 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 two kinds of people in the world winners and you guys <laughs> yeah he does it he goes on this thing about how um roby the store manager um you know he's he has to grow he has to increase his sales by six percent every year right and he's only increased his sales by five percent mm-hmm. and it's not his fault that's i love that when he's like it's not him he's a good man right Right, he's just a- this snivel, and they cut to him, and he's just like a dog with his tail between his legs. <laughs> yeah, he, they, just a worm. He's like, he's a good man. He's dumb, but he's a good man. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, so he says something to the effect of like, so now we're gonna have to get Mayan on your asses. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> so crazy. Yeah, we demand a sacrifice. So they have to fire somebody to cut the costs and keep the branch, I guess, in in the green, in the black, whatever. Um, so they end up they end up firing uh, Brady's friend, uh, Lou. Lou. Uh, That's right. Yeah, yeah. So and she's pissed about it, of course. And you know the 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 store manager this like sniveling worm guy doesn't say anything he just goes along with it yeah so she she just she fucking gets fired and then then there's this whole interaction between the store manager and Brady where they're talking about like you know possibly like the the store manager moving up and that would open up a spot for like a mm-hmm. new manager with the store and how Brady could maybe be the manager of the store yes yeah so as um brady's mom's day out is playing out (laughs) this is also the day that uh we went a little bit out of order i don't think it really matters but as she's like going about town um turning down perfectly reasonable offers from perfectly handsome men (laughs) perfectly handsome perverts (laughs) perfectly shiny pink men (laughs) um brady is supposed to be um going to what is essentially a job interview to become the manager of the store to backfill Roby who would be due for a promotion. Right. 
and um, he, he, he go. It's like a lunch. It's with the branch manager, and like, and there's another guy there, and and it just goes like insanely weird. Like yeah. the whole lunch, like they're asking him like what you know what he would do different, and then he he's giving like kind of like stock answers. Yeah, and then they're like, okay, but like, what would you actually do? And then he starts like getting more intense, and, and the, I don't know. The feeling that I got was everybody was really put off by him yeah (laughs) yes also like um you get the sense that what is bleeding through is what's happening in his imagination which is that he's going on a rampage and murdering everybody in the restaurant yeah including acclaimed horror novelist stephen king what that's right he gets like a knife through his throat or something that's right yeah we have a little uh a little cameo a King Me cameo? Um, yeah, sure. Yeah, whatever. I guess. <laughs> I suppose. Okay. We can add that to our running list of King tropes. Uh, well, I'll save that for later. That's right. Uh, See if we can't go the whole episode without playing that thing this time. <laughs> so, um, in so Hodges, right, he has the, the, the two younger people trying to get into the computer... He's also he's he's kind of in a relationship right now, like a casual thing with Mary Louise Parker. They, Every woman on this show wants to have sex with Brendan Gleeson, which like makes sense, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah, because he's got he's got Mary Louise Parker eating out of one palm. He's got Ida, his neighbor, his horny, self-possessed neighbor, <laughs> yeah. eating out of the other palm. Ida is just like. Right. We talked about it last time, but she's just like, we're neighbors. We should be fucking, uh, yeah. you know. Uh, now, uh, here's a question. Uh-huh. Are you more of an Ida guy or a Mary Louise Parker guy? Ooh. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Who are you taking? You can only take one of these beautiful women on a date to the restaurant of your choosing. Oh, boy. oh man. Who do, you pi- who do you pick and where do you take her? And what time do you get her back? <laughs> this is a great question, Dan. Thank um, you. Well, and to our- hear the answer, go to <laughs> patreon.com. <laughs> yeah, we, we're going to save it for next week's Patreon. No, no, no I want to hear your answer. Um, so, it, all right, is it the actresses or it's these characters? It's It's got to be these characters. It, ha- it must be. It simply, it, it simply must. must be. Oh, Dearest Robert, it simply must be these characters. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's a tough call because I feel like Ida, you know, uh, is she might be down for anything, but also she's a bit of a busybody, you know. Mm. She she's always on Brendan Gleason to like keep his lawn mode, keep, you know, whatever. Keep the noise down, all this shit. But also when Brendan Gleason gets a little too drunk and starts waving his gun around, she is there to help him out with that. That's true. She's there to give him what he needs most, which is more booze. <laughs> exactly. Here, <laughs> here, drink some of this. You don't smell of booze quite enough. <laughs> um, whereas Mary Louise Parker, um, you know, she she also seems uh, very cool, but by the end of this episode, very much not alive. <laughs> 
I should have clarified that in both scenarios, they're equally alive. Oh, oh, oh. Which I guess toward the end is it's true for a sliver of time where, you know, Ida is a woman of advanced age and right. um, Mary Louise Parker is about to explosione. <laughs> She's about to go. <laughs> yeah. So there's like a narrow window where they're equally close to the end of their lives. Uh-huh. Uh, so when that's the that's the window of time in which you're taking them to the restaurant of your choosing. <laughs> well, all right. Well, uh, here's the thing. I, then I might pick Mary Louise Parker, but then I would immediately have my heart broken when she explodes. Yeah, when she goes. <laughs> um, okay. What but about you, you, Dan? For me, this is a no-brainer, but before I even think about answering, mm-hmm. you still haven't told me where you're going. Oh, where we're going? Yes. Um, well, if I'm taking Mary Louise Parker, I'm probably going to... Ooh, like a nice steak dinner, baby. Ruth's Chris. Ruth's Chris, because it's Rob's hard to Mary. say. Rob's <laughs> Mary. Or Mary's Rob. Ruth's Chris Steakhouse. <laughs> Where you have to drive up to the Meadowlands and go to Ruth's Chris. <laughs> Is that the nearest one? It's like <laughs> right by Ikea, maybe? Yeah, but it's pro- there's probably one over there. Yeah. Okay. I'll tell you. All right, Dan. Who are you going to fuck? <laughs> Whoa, I have to fuck them, too? <laughs> Not, yeah, well, yeah. Those were never the terms. Well, you got to take Even them though- out to dinner, and then you got to show them a good time. You know what I mean? Ah, take, take them out to dinner. Right. Take them down to Pound Town. <laughs> That's right. Um. Wow, maybe I gotta take Ida because I don't think Mary Louise Parker could handle exploding that many times in 24 hours. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> right, that's too many explosions for one yeah. woman. Right, and then what? Then she falls in love with you, and then she explodes. Ah, yeah. what a way to go out. Yeah, that's a bummer. So I guess I take Ida. Right. Ida's been around the the block a little bit, all right? She she's had, you know, thousands of orgasms, presumably. <laughs> yes. Uh, she's like a ninety seven Honda Accord. <laughs> right. She got some miles. Three hundred thousand but... <laughs> miles on her, but all you know, no worse for wear. Right. She's got one very the... handsome woman, <laughs> as she says. She's got stickers all over her, like OBX and shit. She's been places, all right? She's well traveled coexist that sort of thing <laughs> you ever think about how ida and mary louise parker's character are opposites in so many ways you know dan i've never thought of that <laughs> <laughs> you dumb bastard yeah it's it's all there on screen all right dan <laughs> fuck mary kill ida oh. mm-hmm. mary louise parker uh-huh brady's mom <laughs> wow it sounded like you were going to keep going. I know. That's why I said it like that. <laughs> so, okay, go ahead. Nope. I'm not going to keep going. That's just what oh, I right. want to say. <sighs> Mary, fuck, kill. Mary, fuck, kill. Mary, fuck, kill. Mary. Ida. Mm-hmm. Smart. Fuck. Um, fuck Mary Louise Parker. Kill Brady's mom. Because here's the thing. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to kill Brady's mom in the most horrific way imaginable. I'm going to give her a dignified death. I'm oh, going to put her in one of those. dies also, Dan? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I'm going to put her in one of those Swedish suicide pods, and she's going to just breathe in nitrogen for 10 <laughs> minutes until she's out like a light. That's nice. Candle in the wind. Oh, well, that's... that's 
better than what actually happens to her, which is I, here's, one of the most horrific scenes uh, I've ever seen on TV. Truly, truly gruesome. Really like, gruesome. So, I have seen... Yeah. Uh, you know. Let, let's get into it a little bit. So, okay. in the previous... in. In the previous episode, episode five, I think it was, uh, Brady has the uh, he wants to kill. Uh, I think it's, Jerome's. It's, it's Jerome's, Jerome's dog. dog. Yeah, yeah. So he wants to kill a dog. Uh, so he takes a bunch of chopped meat and puts rat poison in it. Right. Uh, the plan goes south, and he doesn't end up doing it. But he doesn't. He also doesn't get rid of that chopped meat. It goes right in the freezer, baby. Um, Can't throw away perfectly good poison chop meat right so uh his mom you know trying to be like uh you know like the like a mom like trying yeah. to make dinner like trying to like turn this is all part of her like trying to turn her shit around you know yeah she's making fajitas yeah she's making stir fry she's oh making stir God. fry she starts cooking up that rat poison meat and she starts tasting it and i like she like she starts like not eating a lot of it just like a couple bites yeah and i really didn't know how far how how much you have to eat (laughs) to to be if exploded in from the inside out if the at&t original series mr mercedes is to believe Uh be believed it's not very much rat poison at all no uh and she she just starts like just she just starts dying she can't breathe her jaw locks up um she's just like spitting up blood she can't communicate um and brady finds her on the ground and he's like and she's like call you know call 911 whatever and he's like he's like no way yeah that definite defo not yeah this will ruin all of my plans mother this will ruin my my diabolical scheme to turn every traffic light in this city to a different color. <laughs> he does do that with his why didn't radio. He just, yeah, why didn't he just point a special remote at mom and fix her up? I know. Well, so she dies a horrible death. Really? He's like trying to... He's like, you need water. Right. He's like, you need to throw up the rest of the poison. And he's like forcing water down her throat. And she's just like spitting it up. Right. She can't her like makeup, swallow anything. Her makeup is like... I the real great job with the makeup. It was very upsetting. She's <laughs> it's just like yeah, because they show her after she dies and she doesn't look any different. Right. <laughs> she looks better after she dies. <laughs> yeah. So she dies, um, and and like we said, Mary Louise Parker. She uh, Brady plants a bomb in uh, Bill Hodges' jeep, and they're at a at the memorial service for. Mary Louise Parker's sister. Uh, yes. Who? How does she die again? She uh, took her own life. Somehow, I don't remember exactly how. Uh, oh, that's the sister. That's the Mercedes. Mrs. The Mercedes, Mercedes sister. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, so Mary Louise Parker, she delivers like this really, like. Oh no, it's her mom because Bill gives her mom a stroke. Remember? Oh, was that? Yeah, oh, it's her no. mom. Bill goes because there's a whole thing where Mary Louise Parker's sister, Holly's mom, uh-huh. yeah, is like, well, "How about you just fucking kill everybody in my family?" <laughs> it's like you killed, you know, 
Uh, yeah, yeah, right. And that's the and then the sister is really pissed that Holly is hanging out with him at all. Right. Yeah. Um, so she's like, "How about you kill everyone in my family?" And he's like, "Don't mind if I do." <laughs> and he throws throws Mary Louise Parker the keys. Yeah. He's. She's like, "I'll go get my your car." She drives the car around. It explodes. Uh, she dies. Ker sploosh. Yeah. Ker blam. Which I thought was a bit much. Poor Zione. Yeah, she didn't. Oh, it was just it was just dark. I mean, this show is like pretty dark. It's pretty dark. I feel like once you're directly responsible for that many deaths, like yeah, does that not? I feel like his brain should have maybe broken a little bit more than it did. Yeah, right. Well, I think that's also like. Like kind of what I was saying before, he's like a little nuts. Yeah, know? yeah, um, yeah. He's got that uh, the the Michael Mann protagonist yeah, emptiness. Yeah, right. I'm I'm super obsessed with my job and yeah. and doing it. You know, perfectly. My job is killing innocent women, and <laughs> business is good. Uh, so Mary Louise Parker, uh, she dies. Uh, Brady's mom dies um really like fucking brady's mom thing was like really that was tough to watch yeah um it's sort of like it's kind of cool the way that this is unfolding where it's like each right it, like each like brendan's losing someone exactly yeah bill bill and brady have like a batman and joker thing going where they are yes. just like elemental Nemesis. Yep. It's just like everything is falling away until it's just the two of them. Yeah. Um, Pretty cool. So, Bill, um, he goes, he visits his daughter who's in rehab now. Um, and he's basically like, yeah, I think, doesn't he tell her like she has to like go into hiding for a little bit because all this shit yeah, is no, like. Well, going... he's like, he basically just like first goes to make sure she's okay. Mm hmm. And then he's like, there's some, you know, I'm in danger. You should be safe here, but you need to be, like, aware. And right. Ready to go. Yeah. Um, and then I, there's, you know, th there's more investigating. They're, they're looking deeper into the computer thing. Um, I don't know. Bill, Bill's starting to, like, not, I wouldn't say he's coming unraveled, but he is, like, fucking, I don't know, losing it a bit. He's no less drunk. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's staying as drunk as possible. Um, Brady his uh, is just keeping his mom's corpse <laughs> in bed. Uh, that it just real creepy stuff. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> Again, very little change from like alive to dead for her. Yeah, right. I mean, Where it's like right. he's either pumping alcohol into her or just sort of like or or she's pumping demon seed out of him you know what i mean <laughs> amen brother <laughs> uh yeah what i don't know this uh, i'm on a, i'm looking at episode eight here and you know there this is like kind of what we're talking about where there's like there are things that are happening moving the story forward but it's not like uh things yeah, can be so, shortened up yeah um i mean not really going episode by episode but i guess like the next major plot point is that like bill goes into the store where brady works yeah. looking for brady right? yes right. um because it you know he it, 
he is aware that um what's uh fucking what is the lady's name who drives the Mercedes? Mrs. Mercedes. Okay, Mrs. Mercedes. <laughs> He's aware that Mr. Mercedes Mrs. Mercedes Oh my god. Mrs. Mercedes. Miss, that's I gotta get in. That's my entry point. Mrs. Right. Mercedes. Mrs. Mercedes. Oh Lady Mercedes. You might, you might, you might. And yes, so he becomes aware that Brady Mr. Brady's <laughs> serviced Mrs. Mercedes mm-hmm. computer. Sur- yeah, right. Service or computer. Servades or <laughs> Jesus Christ. Her compute compute nope. Doesn't nope. doesn't work. Um Laptades. Jesus Christ. No. Um, uh, I'm joking, of course, Laptades are what Brady's mom does for Brady. <laughs> right. Um so uh what's his name? Hodges. Also he he goes down and he meets up with um what's her name? Lou? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, and like they're, she's like, they're like working on like this big event that they're throwing. Um, it's like, yeah. So this is, there's more and more you're hearing about it. There's like a new arts, right? Gallery or like, like a big art venue. Yeah. It's, it's vague, but in the same way that like art venues are vague. Yeah. There, there's like, there is like, Rob, I was texting you about this, and I, I don't want to get too far off the plot, mm-hmm. but there is, like, this simmering thing happening in the background where, like, in the first episodes, like, you hear on the radio while Bill's driving around, like, they're talking about the economy. It's, like, post, post-2008 crash. Yeah. They're talking about, like, jobs gains and stuff, but how people are, like, still feeling it. Uh-huh. You know, that opening scene at the job fair, we have that. Right. Meanwhile, the town is doing this, like, quote-unquote revitalizing thing, which, as we all know, is uh, code for gentrification. (laughs) So there are, like, these little pressures happening around the outside. And, like, I don't think the show ever really gets too deep into it. Like, they they never, like, make it clear that that's, like, Brady's M.O., Right. I guess they don't yeah, need yeah. to. No, but yeah, right. They they never like explicitly say like, and and Brady is gonna, you know, uh, Brady his, is a, his main and, event is gonna be at this art gallery thing. Yeah, uh, but that's what it is turning out to be. So it, he goes and he talks to um, Lou, and it, he's asking about like Brady and stuff, and she's like, she doesn't quite believe it. Um, yeah, she's very Brady is the sweetest. Yeah, he's like sweetest person you'll ever meet. Right, he's just like a nice guy. I don't know. Um, yeah, <laughs> cut to uh, what? What's their manager's name? The store manager, Roby. Roby, right? Um, Roby goes to his uh, his apartment, which is like just like kind of a it's bummer. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, it's it, it's <laughs> fucking perfect. It's like the furniture and decor you would use to like show a prefab house yes <laughs> it's just like the blandest shit you've ever seen <laughs> except his one personal touch is a giant anime painting on his kitchen his dining room wall right like overlooking the dining room table is this giant anime girl <laughs> it's fucking great <laughs> it is it is perfect um 
so uh, he goes back, you know, Roby goes to his apartment and Brady is there, um, scares the shit out of him. And uh, oh, he's basically like, he's like, yeah, he knows that um, Bill was at the store asking about him, asking right. about the computer. He's like, what'd you tell them? Yada, yada. Right. And and then Roby like puts together. That, yeah, like, Roby's like, wait a second. Are you the Mercedes killer? And is. <laughs> Soon as he can get the no sooner yeah. than he can get the words out of his mouth, is he bonked on the head? Yeah, he gets El Cabonged. Yeah, he. Some people go Explosioni. <laughs> some people go El Cabong. <laughs> yeah, he cracks him in the head with a hammer, I believe, um, and kills him. But good. Mm. So now we're like, uh, the bodies are piling up here. <laughs> yeah. Um. So we got uh, there's there's like there's some nice stuff with Holly. I want to talk about that character for a little bit because um, she I think she's all throughout this series, but she also shows up yes. in The Outsider. Um, she's played by a different actress, but it's the same character. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yes. Um, which like I I think we talked about this last time, but I really like her. Her her character, but her portrayal, the actress's portrayal of this neurodivergent person, mm-hmm. it's not like <laughs> it doesn't seem like she has like superpowers, which sometimes goes you know is what uh, like movies and TV shows will do. Yes, uh, or like uh, you know they're uh, a lot of the times it's like you're either in movies and TV it's you're either a robot or you have some sort of like. Uh, beautiful mind or something like that <laughs> sure yeah um we're like and it, she yeah it's like right she's not extremely good at anything she right she's smart to, but she yeah. it's not like not ridiculous you know yeah she seems more hindered by uh her issues than right well it's magically seems, helped by them it's it, right and it also kind of it seems like i think she talks about it too like her mother is like way too protective of her and like her getting involved with this and helping Hodges with the case and all this stuff is like, it's also helping her yes. like get away from her mom and be more of an independent person, which mm-hmm. is what she, you know, she's like a grown woman. She, that's yeah. what she wants. Right. And it's funny. Cause like when you're first introduced to her, you're like, is this a 25 year old playing a 16 year old? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right. And, which it, it's that's kind of what's happening, but it's only that's part of the character. That's that's because her mom has been infantilizing her like right. her whole life, and just whatever. But she's like, she is her own person. She can, you know, do things on her own. And I don't know. I I I really enjoy watching the character and the way that she like interacts with everybody. Uh, I agree. I agree. So they um, they end up. Brady makes a confession video. Yeah, yeah. So he's like, he knows uh, the the jig is a bit up, right? Like um, the jibber Hodges, jibber. The the jibber is fully jibbed. <laughs> yeah. um, Hodges. He, he Bill, feels the heat coming down. He does. Yeah, Bill Hodges is closing in on him. Yep. Um, so drastic measures must be taken. Right. So he, yes, he records um, what is apparently a suicide video. Right. Where he 
lays out it's basically like his video manifesto where he's like he tells everyone why he did it allegedly right it's all it all comes off to hodges as bullshit yes Uh, he's like i've been following this guy i know that this isn't like what his actual mo is right it's all very like he's like you like um that was a that was a bad intro, a bad way to set myself up. <laughs> you know when you're like, you know when you're like, you, <laughs> you son of a bitch, you, you know what? Kind of though, he's like, you're all ants to me. Yeah, that sort of thing. Yeah, it's it it's it is like, I mean, it's sim- it's like a psychopath's manifesto, but which he is a psychopath. But this is not he like Hodges knows that this is not what. Brady is actually all about like right so it it seems convincing which I mean that's like that is kind of an interesting like plot point or plot twist or whatever like everybody else in the FBI and whatever believe that you know this is an actual confession and this is what his real motives were and whatever and like yeah because it seems convincing enough right and he kind of even like tips his hand in the video a little bit like if you or he's like you know, you guys are going to study me for decades. Right. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to be he's famous. Like, You're going to know my name, all that he, shit. He's like doing the self-aggrandizing thing. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so the, uh, uh, the cops, the FBI, they, they, they get to the, they find his house and they're like, they're going to raid the house. Um, they, they break in. Uh, there's that whole thing with the, the ice cream truck, which is like a, just a red herring or whatever. Um, they get into the house and Hodges opens the door to the bedroom and he sees the two, he sees two people there. And as he like enters the room, he trips like a wire or something. And there's another, a, bu- a Looney Tunes fuse lights. Yeah. And, and a f- this huge fire starts in the bedroom. Yeah. Um, and there, there are two bodies that are on the bed and they just burn up. Um, they're left with like just this these ashes of the building and these people and they and everybody just assumes like well that was Brady he confessed to all the things and he, that was his suicide video so he fucking just killed himself like yeah case closed and Hodges doesn't buy it he's just like eh, something's not right here yeah. oh something's not right here <laughs> would, <laughs> would I yeah if I were Brady Hartsfeld. Uh-huh. Wouldn't I lay in this bed and self-immolate with mother? Yeah, right. You might, Rabbit. You <laughs> might. You might, Rabbit. You might, Brady. You might. <laughs> Wouldn't I fuck my dead mother? <laughs> you might, You Brady. might, Brady. You might. <laughs> uh, which brings us to, our, like, uh, roughly, you know, the last episode, essentially. Um, <laughs> which, like, uh, so there's... There's a party. Everybody's kind of like at ease now, except for um, our, you know, our main character, Bill Hodges here. Who, um, uh, yeah, you, who you may notice, uh, sort of just like he's occasionally coughing and like bumping himself on the chest a little. Yep. From time to time, <laughs> saying he's not, you know, he's not feeling so high. Everyone is remarking like, "You look like dog shit." Yeah, <laughs> right. Everybody's like. like you look like dog shit, but I still want to fuck you. But I was going to say, yeah, you don't look like your normal self. I suddenly don't feel compelled to fuck you. Suddenly you look like an old Irish man. 
Um, so wow, they, I heard I yeah. heard he paints uh, what? vaginal canals. What? Because I, I called him the Irish man. <laughs> so I was going like, I heard you paint. I heard you paint vaginal. I, canals. I heard you paint Mary Louise Parker. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I know. Twenty twenty three episodes are. Are much more uh, they're, they're lascivious yeah, yeah. we're definitely. horny yeah we got horny for this one <laughs> yeah we, we both talking have... about dinner dates are you kidding me <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm way too horny talking about dinner dates and steak dinners ruth's chris taking out mary louise parker and ida <laughs> having some sort of a uh... starring mary louise parker and ida as herself <laughs> There's like a like a whole Mrs. Doubtfire thing where I have to like have I'm I'm at a date with both of them, but I I keep having to like go to the bathroom, eat eat two different steaks, yeah. <laughs> like a comical amount of steak. You know how you give yourself away? You accidentally cut like a T out of your filet mignon because you think that's the T bone. <laughs> oh, why are you eating like that? Um, what? Oh, yeah. Well, geez. <laughs> um yeah just one one plate has steak on the other one has lobster i'm covered in butter and blood it's disgusting (laughs) no you know how your disguise slips actually Mm. same way as in mrs doubtfire pierce brosnan chokes on a pepper shrimp (laughs) he has an allergic reaction to the pepper Uh, and you have to give him the heimlich maneuver right uh that's like the third time Mrs. Doubtfire has come up today for me. <laughs> really? Yeah. Where are the other times? Uh, I don't really want to talk about it. Okay. <laughs> so. Were you the victim of a. A run by fruiting. A run by fruiting. That's right. <laughs> Is that something that happened to you today? Yeah. Were you. Uh, you were driving your bus and you were flirting with a regular. Mm-hmm. And then you saw her hairy upper leg, and you said, "That's fucking gross! Get off my bus!" Yeah. <laughs> you box them, you ship them. You box those, <laughs> you ship them. You box these, you ship them. Any questions? After you box them. <laughs> oh yes. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh yes. After I box them, yes. <laughs> you ship them. <laughs> So, hey, I had a realization, yeah. speaking of um, Robin Williams. Okay. Roby Williams. Yep. Would you agree that Johnny Depp's <laughs> yeah. speaking voice uh-huh. is basically like Downer's Robin Williams? Like but, if you slowed... Like he, if he was on Downer's. If you slowed Robin Williams down, it would just be... Mm. Now I kind of want to take a sample of Robin Williams' voice and just slow it down. That could be interesting for the Patreon. What <laughs> if it doesn't? But what if it doesn't work? Just slow, slow Robin Williams. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I like the idea. Um, I yeah, I, I could see that, or like Johnny Depp being just a slower like, version. Yeah, because I feel like I heard him on the stand, and he's like, uh, "Oh, oh yes, all women are." Well, now I'm kind of doing something else. <laughs> Not on well, purpose. He's like, yeah, he's like very mumbly, but uh, mm. like the the pitch of their voice, it sounds the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh yes. 
Yeah, let's talk about Johnny Depp and the trial, shall we? Last year's... Last year's big event. <laughs> uh, the trial that captured the hearts of a nation. Oh, my God. Are you team team Johnny or team Scamber? <laughs> Did it... Look, I don't look. I want to get through the rest of this, but I yeah, gotta yeah. ask. No, yeah, Team Johnny. Or Did Team anything? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I gotta ask. Which gotta are you, ask. bud? Has anything ever made you feel more lonely? No. Than watching. Honestly, just no. everybody alive freak out about that fucking thing. It was. Uh, it like as the trial was happening, right? Every day. Um, on like social media, people are posting all about it. People in my office were talking about it and how like they side with this person or that person or whatever, right? And the whole time I'm like, you know, both of these people are like probably bad. They're right? they're both deranged, right? They're yeah. both out of their minds. And this is just like uh, we're just like watching um, like mentally ill people like fight with each other. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's, that's what's it's, happening. <laughs> It's bum fights. It, 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 like, oh my god, that's exactly what it, it is, Dan. Yes. It felt as perverse and cruel right. as bum fights. It's like, yeah, it's rich bum fights. That's, <laughs> it's just, it is rich bum fights. It's uh, Richard bum fights. <laughs> how, how the hell are you? Yeah, Esquire. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, just... And, oh, he's, a, he's a divorce lawyer, of course. <laughs> of course. <laughs> um. Yeah, that, that whole time, uh, just really, uh, the whole thing was just a real bummer. Uh, the people that were like, I side with Johnny Depp. Like, no, I don't know. It's a you same. don't have to choose. Right. Yeah. It, it, you could. You don't have to. It's like, okay. You don't have to have an opinion at all <laughs> about it. What? See, this is like, people. They're like, but I like those Pirates of the Caribbean movies. You're like, all Why? of them? <laughs> yeah, what? <laughs> have you seen them? <laughs> <laughs> They're my favorite fucking movies, man. Captain Jack Sparrow. Oh, man. This is actually... I was at a party a few weeks ago. Oh, look at this guy. Party I animal. Know. Yes. Uh, COVID's been over for two years. It's 2023. Yeah. Um, so I was at a party, and there was a guy that, like... It seems like no one really knew. Uh-huh. But he was, like, very fucked up and just kind of hanging around. Sure. <laughs> um, he may have had drugs. Uh-huh. But... He like we were just talking about movie magic or something. We were just like talking about movies, and he interrupted probably eight people having a conversation <laughs> to say that Captain Jack Sparrow taught him it's okay to be weird. What the <laughs> Which, fuck? It was beautiful. It was. <laughs> I mean, I, oh God. See. It's, that's like not a terrible lesson to learn. Like it's okay to be yourself. You could be like a weirdo if that's who you truly are. And like mm -hmm. and the like the message <laughs> if who you truly are is Captain Jack Sparrow. <laughs> well, right. Like if you're if you if deep down inside you just want to be like the weirdo at the party who's just kind of like <laughs> nobody really knows or whatever. But I don't know. That's probably a bad source to get that message from. Yeah. I think I would have liked to play the um, would you fuck Ida or Mary Louise Parker game with him because he 
also stopped the conversation in a screeching halt to say that he would fuck Reba McIntyre. Reba, huh? Re- yeah, Reboots. He would, uh... <laughs> Reboots. Oh, Reboots! <laughs> Lady Gaguts. <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, yeah. Have you ever heard anyone say that before in your entire <laughs> life? You know who I'd really like to fuck? Reba McIntyre. <laughs> what? Yeah. From the show Reba? <laughs> Uh, yeah which reba (laughs) yeah no i've uh no i've never heard that before yeah Um, i've heard more people who want to fuck max rebo (laughs) than want to fuck reba mac right (laughs) some Uh, people like country music others prefer jizz (laughs) right i i i'm more of a jizz guy myself more of a jizz guy yeah yeah um yeah so you know uh so whose side did you take in the amber heard uh giant up thing <laughs> well of course i took scamber's side obviously see i'm i'm in the narrow subset of people who support her and think she's a terrible crooked liar who's <laughs> trying to destroy this poor innocent <laughs> yeah, johnny this, depp <laughs> yeah this poor innocent johnny this, this poor innocent alcoholic millionaire <laughs> That's like, man, you know, I don't want to get into it. We do. <laughs> we don't have to talk about it. About, one of the strangest things to me is like not only being able to take a side in that, but being able to take Johnny Depp's like, yeah. what do again? Like, what do people see when they look at him? Because when I look at him, sure. I see a tragedy. <laughs> I see, <laughs> yeah. That, I, see, I mean, like, I see basically just like. A Mickey Rourke guy. Yes. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) No one's going to bat for Mickey Rourke. (laughs) No. Except for Eric Roberts that one time. Eric Roberts. Because he's a a good friend. Yeah. uh, I don't don't know if it was the Oscars or what, but he's up on stage and he's saying, you know, he's giving a speech. And and part of it is like, and and everybody, let Mickey Rourke back into Hollywood. (laughs) Like he's he's standing outside the gates or something. (laughs) And you just hear one meaty pair of hands clapping. <laughs> yeah. You cut. You cut to cut to where it's coming from, and it's clearly right. Rourke in Groucho glasses. <laughs> it's like for, we should forgive him for what he did, and then everybody's like, "Well, what did he do? We don't even know." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> wait a second, there, Eric. <laughs> what did he do? Yeah, I have do no we know idea. yet? No, I have no idea. It can't. Uh, it, I'm sure it was horrendous whatever it was <laughs> um yeah the the not uh, we could get off the johnny depp thing i i just the whole time i'm watching any clips of it people talking about it, i'm like this is just two very sad people in court with each other like yeah making you know just a display and then like america was like this is like the oj trial <laughs> like oh man this sucks <laughs> everything sucks <sighs> Yeah. But you know what doesn't suck? What? Mr. Mercedes. Mr. Mercedes. So, all right. End of the episode. Oh, yeah. Real real quick. This is on the subject of the show, at least. Okay. When Did we talk about... Oh, no. We did last week. Mm-hmm. Kermit. Kermit. I just wanted to make sure we acknowledge that Brendan Gleeson's character... Bill Hodge's name is 
Kermit William Hodges. Yeah, yeah, yeah we talked about that. Yeah, yeah, because... <laughs> we talked about that two years ago. Yeah. <laughs> How could I possibly forget? Right. <laughs> um, so, the uh, that, that store manager, or not, uh, the branch manager, he, he actually, he gets a bit of a demotion because the store manager uh, is missing. Nobody can find him. So, this branch manager has to, like, put on the green vest and, like, go fucking be the manager. Um, Man, I got so much to say. There's so much interesting stuff almost happening in this show. There is. I know. I mean, it is happening. No, it is. But you're right. There's there's some interesting stuff almost happening also. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So, they... Everybody knows that Brady worked at this fucking electronics store. And now, they... Roby, the manager, is missing. So, like, all right, well, that's real fucking weird. Like, <laughs> Hodges is like, I don't think that was uh, Brady in the bed. I don't think that was his fucking skeleton <laughs> that got mm. burned up there. And I think even when the uh, the autopsy came back, it said something about the skull having, like, blunt force trauma or whatever. Right. Um so, but it had, you know, a beam fell like right next to the bed, so they couldn't be sure. Right. Yeah. Uh, so they go to Roby's apartment um, with the anime poster. <laughs> um, Very <and> tasteful. <laughs> nothing looks like out of sorts or anything. But then, uh, what they do like a uh, like one of those like black light and fucking. Tests. Yeah. Well, the the tip off is like so they have the it's it's Bill. Uh, another uh, his his old partner right yep. is there Barack Obama <laughs> yep um, and uh, maybe someone else like a CSI they, uh, type yeah uh, David Caruso yeah, yeah. and um, the the manager the like district manager or whatever yes um, they're walking you know they go into the apartment and basically Bill's like anything look weird to you he's like. No, oh wait, there was a there was a carpet. There's like a a rug right there uh-huh. under the dining room table. So yeah, they get the the spray, the blood, the yeah, it's like fluorescent luminescent yeah. spray. <laughs> yeah, it's like uh, invisible ink, but for blood. Yeah, uh, and they're like, okay, well, <laughs> this uh, it looks like this guy is dead. <laughs> There's all <laughs> kinds of blood everywhere. Yeah, if, uh, he, he if, he, if he went to visit his father, like uh, like Lou said, mm-hmm. he forgot all of his blood. Right. <laughs> um, so uh, Hodges is like, he knows that Brady is still out there somewhere. Um, and he has, I guess, he gets tipped over, like he has a hunch or whatever that it's going to, he's going to do, Brady's going to do something at this fucking art show. Mm-hmm. Um and then we when we see Brady, who has shaved off all of his hair and he's yeah. in a wheelchair, he's gone he full a, Professor X. <laughs> he has gone full Professor X. For some reason, he has access to a warehouse that I guess nobody knows about. Right. Um, something you know, something we didn't mention that Brady did that I found uh, confusing. Was that? Is he did like the whole dance from that Radiohead video to the Radiohead song? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That the video's for, right? Uh-huh. It's uh, what's that song called? Uh, it's like Magpie. Is that Good Morning, Mister Magpie? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he does like a whole Tom York dance to he it. He does. Yes, he does. Fascinating. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a lot of fun. 
I mean, the soundtrack uh, for this entire show is pretty fucking good. Yes. They're, yeah. Like, Brady, I think, is a, you know, he's he's a bad guy. <laughs> but he's got... So. But he's got some good taste in music. Yeah, he's he's like John Cusack in High Fidelity. Exactly. He, I think, wasn't it him that was listening to uh, um, Pet Cemetery? Well, yeah, the he was listening to an episode of King Me. He just yeah. he was just he got to the intro and then. And how to, does that song go for anyone who? Uh, <laughs> for anybody for just anyone, joining us yeah, right anyone now. Just joining us right now. King, King me. me! Welcome to King Me, an official Stephen King movie podcast, the official podcast of Kinging Me, the official, the official podcast, podcast of, of uh, getting a jibber from your mimmer. <laughs> the official podcast of eating up time. You know, gotta, gotta get these eps out. Uh, so, <laughs> at the art gallery thing... Uh, basically, this is like everybody, everybody from the show is here. <laughs> like, Things the, getting, yes. Uh, Jerome is like speaking at it because yes. he's the valedictorian. Right. Um, There's oh, a children's ooh. choir that his sister is a member. It's the middle school choir. Right. Which, honestly, they lost me with. The middle school choir? That was the a middle, step too far. That really took me out of things. Yeah. Okay. I won't, I don't want to get too far ahead because we'll get yep. to it. But. Uh, Lou is there. Um, Lou actually. So Brady gets there. He's in a wheelchair, and the wheelchair is rigged with explosives. Yes. Um, he, he, you know, he plans on getting going into the middle of this crowd and exploding everyone. Um, kerblam, kerblamo. <laughs> he runs into Lou out by the uh, Lou out by the Lou. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> hey. There's been a bit of foreshadowing this whole time. <laughs> Toilet woman. Right. <laughs> and and she's like, hey, like, uh, you know, where have you been? Whatever. And and Brady immediately, like, grabs her and, like, threatens to kill her. And starts to. Yeah, he's about to. Um, and then she gets away. And she's like. No. Yeah, she does. He stabs or no, he, her. Oh, he does stab her. But she she's He guts her alive. like a fish, Rob. Yeah. But she, she doesn't die. She doesn't die. Yeah, yeah. Um, he, and then he covers her with a tarp and gets back in his wheelchair and yeah, squeaks away. Um, so right, he gets back in the wheelchair and just rolls away. Yep. He get he gets he's like rolling into the into the crowd. He's gonna detonate himself and kerblam. <laughs> fucking, uh, what's his name? Uh, Hodges is like he's got his gun and. Oh no, he's starting to have a heart attack. <laughs> whoopsie daisy. Yeah, a whoopsie daisy. He, <laughs> so it's like this whole like slow motion thing of like, can Hodges get there in time? Yes, and uh, this is all unfolding as the middle school choir. Yes, is singing, this little light of mine. <laughs> Probably. It was no, it was. I'm it telling was? you. I, yeah, it's very. It's like. I mean, it's like, it is just sort of like a trope generally, mm-hmm. right? Just like kids singing song as something dramatic happens. Yes. Like, I I know it 
from the parody of it on the Sarah Silverman program where <laughs> I think a little girl is singing like the national anthem as um they're about to they're they're about to open a car door that someone has farted in. <laughs> they think there's a bomb in the car. Right. And then they open the door and in slow motion with like just the sound of that girl singing, everyone's like fanning the fart away from their faces and gagging. It's pretty good. Yeah, it's it's good. It's a funny show. Yeah. Oh, that's a funny show. Oh, that's a funny show. Has one of my favorite jokes speaking of driving uh Jeeps. What's that? Um it's like Sarah pulls up to a red light and then a guy in the same kind of car as her pulls up next to her mm-hmm. and goes, Hey, same car. And she goes, Hey, same car. Duh. And then drives away. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's, that's good. Yeah. It's really funny. Uh, uh, so, uh, Brady, um, he, so he's he's about to blow everything up. He's got like his button or his finger on the button. Um, Hodges like you know yells. Everybody starts running. They start scattering right, mm. and they're like at this like standoff. And who comes sneaking up behind Brady? But Holly with like a huge like a paperweight or like a statue, <laughs> right? Yeah, it's like a statue of like a bulldog or something. Yeah, and she like cracks him in the head with it really hard yeah (laughs) now we've talked a lot about jibber jibber but i don't think we ever explained the deal with jibber jibber yeah do you want to explain it i mean you're the holly fan here sounds like you want to take holly out to dinner frankly i would take holly out to a nice steak dinner okay man um i but explain the jibber jibber thing um she basically oh so that's the stimming thing right yes Right, so she's talking about um, growing up when she would stim uh, her that would manifest as as just sort of like a physical and verbal tick, mm-hmm. and some kid, some like popular kid that she went to school with, saw her, and there's like no one else, no one else noticed, but he <laughs> did. Yeah, and in that moment, he could have chosen to just say nothing uh-huh. and just go about his business. Right. And instead, he called attention to her and was like, look at her. She's just jibber jibbering or something like that. And so her nickname became Jibber Jibber. But and that, that is some Stephen King shit right there. Yes. Jibber Jibber specifically is yes. like, man, no one's talked like that. Nobody says that. <laughs> nobody. Maybe nobody ever said that, but nobody's especially ever said that since like the 50s. No. Right. So there's that. And then like her takeaway is sort of like, you know, there are like, there are people who just enjoy the suffering of others mm-hmm. and she can't stand to see that. That's why she's right. been helping Bill with this whole thing, you know, helping him solve the case. Right. That's what she's getting out of it. Oh, yeah. She's a good person. So then she cracks Brady over the dome <laughs> right and basically is like jibber jibber this motherfucker like i, f- <laughs> I forget the line but it's like jibber your ass <laughs> something like that yeah Ew. um so then uh hodges uh then he he goes goes through with having his heart attack he's like finally <laughs> i could just go do that yes um 
And then them are sort of like there's like this ending like like tie up wrap up montage kind of thing where we see like where everybody's at. Um, you know, Hodges is in the hospital, but he's gonna you know he's gonna pull through. He's mm-hmm. getting he's gonna get better. Um, we see his daughter leaving rehab. Um, she looks like she's doing much better. Um, Jerome goes yeah. to college, stops off to see Bill. Right, gives him a big hug. And, like, in that moment, I was like, damn, I would love to hug Brendan Gleeson. Oh, man, I, get it. I bet Wouldn't he's you a love... great hugger. Ugh. And all that really means is that he's gigantic, so it's fun to hug him. Yeah, right. <laughs> he's not a great hugger so much as he's a, a big, big man. <laughs> yeah. Dan, are you, uh, are you a good hugger? Do, you, uh, do people requ- request your hugs? No, I, people, I don't want anybody near me. <laughs> yeah, nobody touch me, please. That... Yeah. You hear that enough times you stop hugging people. <laughs> uh so we get uh like a little snippet of uh Lou, she's also in the hospital. Uh her parents are there and it looks like maybe her girlfriend also. Yeah, yeah. You meet her girlfriend briefly, they're like painting a mural. Yeah. When when Bill goes to question her um in the first place. Right. They're like yeah, painting yeah. a mural right. for the big arts festival and she's there. Um, so, and then Holly, like, I think Holly's like signs a lease on an apartment or something. She's going to go live by herself. Yeah. And then, um, and then we're treated to (laughs) like this, like just big question mark at the end where, uh, Brady is still alive, (laughs) but he's, you know, he's sustained like massive, uh, head trauma and, uh, Brendan Gleason is like, is he, uh. Is he gonna make it? And they're like, he's gonna be a vegetable for the forever, whatever. You know, it's he, he's not coming out of this, which we all know is bullshit. Of course, of course, of course. Um, um, yeah, there's a very funny line that I can't. Right, she, the doctor says something to the effect of like, he has the his brain has like the same electrical impulses as a AAA battery or something. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And. He's got some line that's like, "Hey, you give me a, you know, you give me a remote with, you know, with one battery in it or some. You bang that thing enough times, you'll get it to work. Whatever the line is." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and then Hodges like, he he like goes up and he like talks some shit to Brady. He's like, basically, don't like do yourself a favor and never come out of this coma. Yeah. Um, and and then he then he leaves. And then, you know, he, Brady, there's like a, like an eye flutter or something. And that's, that's it. Mm-hmm. End that's, of series. That's end of season. End of season. Yeah. Because yeah. there are, there are two more seasons, two more seasons of this show Yeah. that have aired on a number of completely <laughs> fake networks, just yeah. totally made up networks, the audience network, the audience network <laughs> for nobody. Yeah. <laughs> Lights, camera, action, TV. Yeah, uh, Peacock. It's it's been on Peacock. I watched it on Peacock. Oh, did you have Peacock? You bet your ass I have Peacock. Huh? I know. You know why? It's because I'm psychotic and I have cable. Oh, do you get it automatically with cable? I yeah. Well, I do. Um, oh, because you're special somehow. Yeah, because I'm a good little guy, and they know it. <laughs> No, because um, I have Xfinity, which is owned by 
Comcast, Comcast. which yeah. is NBC. So they just give me the they give me as much Peacock as I want. Right, and again, no this limits. is twenty twenty three, and uh, you know Comcast does uh, <laughs> Comcast, run the country now. Yes, Comcast <laughs> is also my uh, health insurance provider now. <laughs> yes. Right, um. <laughs> <laughs> they don't cover prescription costs at all, but I do get as much Peacock as I want. Oh. I got to watch Sing Two early. And and they say that laughter is the best medicine. And really, if you're watching Sing Two on mm. Peacock, you you're gonna feel better. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> that that's my insurance plan. Is <laughs> laughter is the best medicine? Yes. <laughs> oh dear. Oh dear. Oh, oh boy. Oh no. Oh my. Oh no. Oh my. Um. Do you know what happens in season two? No, I have no idea. Do I imagine Brady wakes up from his coma and there's some more. He gets into some more hijinks. It gets it gets much sillier. Did, did you watch it? I started watching it and then I was reading about... God help me. I can't believe I'm even saying this. I was reading about what happens in the books. <laughs> well, we can't talk about that. No, Go I, on. I would never. <laughs> <laughs> uh, dear listener... Lower the volume for the next few minutes. Mm-hmm. So in the book, yeah, apparently, so this there are three books in this. It's a trilogy. The second book is unrelated. Uh-huh. Um, Brady's in a coma. That's fine. He's off doing that. Right. But the third book uh-huh. is about the return of Brady, which is what season two of the show is about. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then se- season three is the one that's unrelated to Brady. Yeah. Okay. Don't know. I mean, I guess I do know why they did it like that, but it's also like, why not hold off on your Brady arc? Yeah, right? yeah. But um, so Brady is <laughs> basically brought back by experimental drugs. Like, there's like <laughs> there's like a doctor who I I forget like what his personal stake in the success of this drug is if he developed the drug or if he has like money in the company that owns it Uh but basically they're like he's a lost cause what's the worst that happens is we kill the mercedes killer like who cares like this is this is basically just like a human guinea pig what's the worst that could happen what is he gonna come back to life with powers Does I'm not joking. Powers? Yes, he does. He can oh, move objects him. with his mind. In the book, at least. I don't know if they did that in the show. All right, well, I hope I'm, not. Now I'm kind of interested to see what happens here. I, I mean, Suddenly the Professor was, X look makes a lot yeah, more sense. The show was very grounded in reality. Um, <laughs> so I would love to see them go totally in the opposite yeah. direction. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's some dumb shit in this. Like the his click remote and, and that. Yeah, but like that... The click remote is stupid, but it it's like it's possible. Right. It's like, not a true click remote. Yeah. <laughs> right. It's uh it's just a remote that operates fucking traffic lights. Yeah, right. Exactly. And and one bomb. Right, just one bomb. Yeah. Um all right. Should we get into uh our 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 seggies? Let's uh, crack open a fresh dozen seggies. Yeah. All right. Here we go. Oh, that hurts my parts. Rob. Dan. What hurt your parts, brother? Oh, man. 
uh, Brady's mom dying. That whole scene was yeah. like, oh. and th- this is this is a show full of like really brutal scenes. Like mm. the opening one, especially the actual Mercedes killing. Um, but that the one with the mom was really fucking. Uh, it, that was tough to watch. Yeah, yeah. That I almost don't want to pick that because it's like it's very good. Mm-hmm. Like it's very well done, and yeah. that's what sucks about it. <laughs> um, it's just like very unpleasant. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I I didn't think there was anything like particularly bad. Maybe the like, kids' choir uh, yeah, that was like that was oh, you know a little you know a step too far. Sure. Um, but, but yeah, I didn't think there was anything like really like actually bad here. No, I guess not. I, the only th- yeah, the only thing I could even think to point to, and I can't even pull a specific line so it doesn't feel totally fair is like some of Brady's like psycho like talking to himself his little like psycho inner monologue that you get to hear Uh is it's a little cheeky sure it's a little but that's I mean I think that's just like par for the course with with King yeah I think he he, he's got to be kind of clever right Um, he's got to have a bit of fun and that's fine. <laughs> and that's fine. We're <laughs> that's all fine to if he wants to have fun. fun. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, so what is your, what hurt your parts the most? I don't want to say. Say no, it. No, I, I really don't know. I, I guess I'm like, not like you said, nothing really stands out as like a glaring error. But I guess, uh, I guess just. Brady getting a a bit too quippy. Mm-hmm. That's a small gripe. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, quippy. That was the other platform <laughs> that this show aired on. Quippy. Quippy. <laughs> All right. So not a lot to choose from as far as like hurt parts. Which is pleasant. I mean, that's, that's a good thing. Last our our last series, all we had was hurt parts. Yeah. Bugs crawling out of everything. <laughs> yeah. No if bugs I- here. All my parts destroyed. <laughs> um, much like, yeah, much like uh, what's her name, Mary Louise Parker. <laughs> yep. All of our parts were destroyed. <laughs> all right, so let's uh, get to our next segment: shining moments. Daddy! This is shiny moments. <laughs> Dan, what was the shiniest moment for you? Ooh, what really shined for me? That's right. I like that. I like that tortoise. <laughs> yeah, the to- I mean the tortoise is a lot of fun. I'm glad nothing happened to it. You know, uh, nothing bad. I thought for sure. I thought for sure I mean, they were they were gonna they were gonna kill that tur- uh, tortoise. Yeah. Why are they gonna give Brady access to dynamite if he's not gonna use it to crack through the hard shell of a tortoise? <laughs> You know, I would love to see him try and blow the tortoise up, and then the tortoise just like walks out of the flames. Yeah. <laughs> um, I really liked. <coughs> I actually, me. I this. The, I'm gonna regret saying this because I know it's not my favorite part, but it's like very nice moment that mm-hmm. that I I liked. Um, so right before Mary Louise Parker goes, kerblam. Yeah. Um. 
they uh, have a conversation like they sleep together or whatever and then the next morning um bill and her have a conversation mm-hmm. and he's like you know maybe once this case is all taken care of you and i can like go away somewhere yeah they're making plans for the future and she's like no can do muchacho i'm going <laughs> back she's like i'm going back to la yeah uh she's from la she's just in town to like tend to her family's affairs mm-hmm. and then she was going to be going back anyway and she's sticking with that plan and he's like sure yeah of course of course and he like goes to give her a ride um and while they're in the car she uh they're not they're not speaking mm-hmm. but she just texts him and she's like but you'll come visit right yeah it's just a nice it, that was a sweet moment i thought that was very sweet yes yeah um yeah, I it again, it's weird that everyone's in love with Brendan Gleason. <laughs> but you know, like yes, that is a weird thing. Um but I don't know. Uh it's it's not that like it's not totally insane. No. It's and not. I and you're right. I think that moment was was especially sweet. Um just like I don't know, just a cute moment in this yeah. otherwise like terrible world that they're living in. Yeah, I mean, it just every time it really is just like every time anything good and yeah. human happens on this show yeah something goes kerblam right like, there, i mean that's how the series must be paid yes that's how the series starts uh-huh yeah it's it's a very bleak view of things that like you must always like everything is a zero-sum game yes <laughs> a- any good must be negated any bad must also <laughs> right. Right. We're going to heap nonstop bullshit on top of this pile. And if you if there's ever like a positive moment or anything like that, we're going to double down on the bullshit. Yes. Yeah. Fuck. Um, so what's your shiny moment? Um, when Brady was dancing to Morning Mr. Come Bumble. on. You like that? <laughs> You're full of shit. I thought that was uh, I did think that was fun when he was doing that. But <laughs> I, you know what I didn't like about that is I could just feel that it was something he did on set and they were like we're all set up let's just roll on that you think that's something that the the actor brought to it i'm afraid so yes Mm. it reeks of actor having fun (laughs) one of my least favorite things is an actor enjoying himself or herself (laughs) right (laughs) because women can be annoying too (laughs) right yeah it's true so what'd you uh, think of real quick, yeah. what'd you think of Brady overall? Like what'd you think of that performance? Did it please you? Um what did I think of the performance? I I don't know. It's it's like it's like that thing about the shining where there people are like, oh, Jack Nicholson, he starts the movie insane. And yeah. like he doesn't there's no real transformation there. Like, as soon as you see this guy and his like dead eyes, you're like this guy's fucking crazy, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. like he does have can, Pennywise eyes for real, for real, for real, for real. He like the fact that uh, like everybody that works at, that he works with at the electronics store or whatever doesn't see how creepy he is. Like they kind of do, but yeah. not like they look into his eyes and like especially Lou, who's like friends with him i think that is like maybe the thing i had the hardest time with that lou could possibly be tricked by this man right because she i mean she does seem like uh you know smart enough to 
understand some people. <laughs> yeah, know? she's like very can like I don't think you're I don't think you survive as a gay person in a small town like that without having a pretty right. good read, you know, pretty good understanding yes. of people. Yeah, you have to be able to read someone's character kind of right off the bat. Right. And so to be tricked by Yeah. A, a real motherfucker <laughs> a real is like motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, uh, that that rung false to me, I think. Yeah. Um rang. You know what that I did um I mean this is not like uh you know, it wasn't like I don't know. There there are a couple scenes. There was one like very sweet scene that I thought between Holly and Hodges where they were like where they were talking and he they were connecting and stuff. And it, and it does turn into like you know, uh, Hodges, you know, he doesn't have a good relationship with his daughter and Holly, you know, doesn't have a good relationship with her parents. They form like this, uh, you know, uh, parental kind of, uh, relationship with each other or whatever. Yeah. I thought that was very sweet. Uh, the other part that I thought was, I mean, it just added to Brady being like a motherfucker or whatever was when he killed that guy using stoplights. Um, yeah, but that guy deserved it. Well, that's the thing. Like he's like <laughs> on like white supremacist like message boards and yeah. shit like that. He's like this piece of shit, and and Brady's like, I'm gonna test out my my radio my uh, my click remote, and <laughs> and he just uses it to just kill this guy. Yeah. Um, yeah. The I think the other thing that the show gets wrong is that in real life, Brady and that guy would absolutely be on the same page. Yeah, they would totally hang out. <laughs> they would they would have met on the forum? <laughs> right. They would have met on fucking Stormfront or whatever it is. Right. Um. Yeah. And like again, like there's there's all that stuff. Oh, we're still doing segments. We're still doing segments. We are. Okay. All right. Well, I don't want to. You want you want to get get you want to finish your thought. Okay, I'll finish it real quick. Okay. Yeah, I mean, there's like a bunch of interesting things happening on the periphery of the show where it's like kind of, you know, like these are sort of like archetypes, like you said, based in reality that they're dealing with. Like Brady is like this alienated, uh, dead end, just like computer addicted, (laughs) computer addled basement dwelling guy. Like. (coughs) Obviously, Which, that's a real type of guy, right? And like, and he is like a huge piece of shit, right? Obviously, yes. But, but also, he's like the victim of like sexual abuse and like all of these things. Yes. Which yeah. again, like you know, not not saying that can't be true, but mm. it's also like to me, I think the thing that's like very Stephen King, like very indicative of, of the fact that this is a Stephen King thing, is uh-huh. it's totally apolitical. Yes, you that's true. You cannot analyze this. Yep. Like, he only sees the world in terms of, like, bullies and bullied. And to him, like, yeah. psychological complexity is like, what if the bully also got bullied? <laughs> and that's why he's the bully. <laughs> like, That's true. It, and that's what's so weird to me about the fact that they go through the trouble of, like, setting him up as, like, this dead-ender in, like, this town that's like leaving people like him and like and like Lou and like it's just leaving those people behind right and yeah I don't know just to not acknowledge how he like exists within that 
reality. Like the only real nod to it is the video he makes where he's like full of shit. Like he's right. That's true. So I don't know. Just feels like maybe the book's different. Maybe there is more there and I'm not giving Stevie enough credit. We'll never know. We'll never fucking know. You want to go listen to that. What's that podcast called? The loser, loser, the losers club, losers club. There's a, yeah, there's the losers club. There's another one. Uh, there's a ton of them. I don't, yeah. I'm not going to pick them. one. You'll be yeah, yeah. bored to tears. Yeah. Oh, Stranger <laughs> Things is good. Oh. <laughs> you want to listen to those chuckleheads? You want to listen to two alphas? <laughs> That's right, Rob. I'm dubbing you an alpha. Thanks. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> oh, man. There can't be two alphas on this podcast. One of us has to. We're going to have to duke it out. Yep. Bro, bro, right. bro. <laughs> I know. We are the official podcast of uh, of alphas and also um, not giving a shit about the books the way that other Stephen King podcasts do. <laughs> give, I would argue they give too much of a shit about the books. 100%. It makes them weak. I think, yeah. I mean, we were talking about this. The uh, I think one of the biggest problems with other Stephen King podcasts is that they take it too seriously <laughs> take it way <laughs> too seriously and they're like they don't acknowledge not nearly enough at least that how like fucking shitty some of this stuff is and how goofy it is like i still like a lot of it yeah don't get me wrong hey but i'll like i'll give you an example i like mr mercedes that's right yeah <laughs> but i'm but, also i'm gonna call him like i see him man that's it balls and strikes that's it Balls and strikes. Yep, strikes and gutter balls. Uh, and look, yeah, I mean, it's crazy to like look at each of these things as just an, as like a, it, each book is its own Sistine Chapel or whatever. Right. Yeah. When in fact there are dozens upon dozens of king tropes. <laughs> king tropes. If you say it before you just say so, we'll add it to our running list of king tropes. Whether all the children always evil. Why so many one letters for people? He wanted to. Why are all the children always evil? He wanted to. Why so many one letters for people? He wanted to. Why there always gonna be a greaser? He wanted to. You just need to trust this, guys. Go to Bloodline Device. I drive a great distance just to die. Just to die. <laughs> this is King Tropes. Yes, it is. And if you've seen it before, you just say so. <laughs> so what'd you think, Dan? Well, jibber jibber, of course. Of course. That's And we've never the, really the come up... speech. Ki- right? <laughs> yeah, I guess that's it. The king <laughs> speech. It's that particular way of cooking up idioms mm-hmm. and, and like slang that feels both detached from reality and also like a perfect like platonic ideal of like how people would talk in like the 50s and 60s yes the king's speech (laughs) the king's speech i love it (laughs) yeah i think oh man if we ever do another episode on uh like a a tweet or something from stephen king we should call it the king's speech that should be the name of the series. Absolutely. Should we do an episode about his Supreme Court tweet? How they're, yeah. yeah. How they're yeah. full of shit. <laughs> you know what I think? They're bad. <laughs> yeah. Orson Welles clapping. <laughs> Susan Cain. 
Um, yeah, what other tropes? Um, let's see. Yeah, uh, I mean, we we ran through a lot last time, so we did, we did. Um, yeah, talking we, about shining. <laughs> yeah, kind of. I'm making kinda. a face like, huh? You're making a Robert De Niro face right now. What? Where? Huh? What's that? I have I have houses, Greg. Can you yeah. paint me? <laughs> uh, it's Irishman Friday this week. On <laughs> yeah. Again. Again. Yes. Yeah, I don't know. I I mean like, you know, we talked I guess we talked about it last time, but like killer car, you know. Of course. Car mowing down people. Um Any bombs? Bombs, huh? Are there bomb guys? Yeah. Uh, in any other... See, well, that's the thing. Like, this is kind of unique in that there aren't, like, any supernatural aspects to it. Like, what other King, you know, uh, series has there been... Or, you know, movie, whatever. Has there been no supernatural element? Like, Shawshank Redemption. Fucking... Uh, that's about it. Yeah. What, uh, Dolores Claiborne. Uh, Dolores Claiborne. Claiborne? Where, no, where? you're right. That That's what it's called. It's just, that's not a real movie. What do you mean? That barely happened. Come on. Come. Uh, that's a good movie. We liked it. We did like it, but it's fake. It never happened. <laughs> it doesn't exist. It I does know. not exist. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no. And kind of, again, I'm sorry to even allude to the books, but um, Stephen King himself... Mm-hmm. Described this as like his first detective novel. Like this is it, purposefully right, yeah, yeah. unlike things he'd written in the past. Also, he wrote the character of Bill Hodges with Brendan Gleeson in mind. Allegedly, that's what he Ooh. says. Mm-hmm. Feels real easy to say that after the the, <laughs> yeah. the show's after been the made. fucking shows out, buddy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I meant to do all that. Oh, okay. <laughs> fucking. Bozo. What if he was like? I wrote the part of. Uh, Brady with uh with that guy with, uh, with old bug eyes in mind. He's <laughs> cool. yeah. I was I looked at him Harry Treadaway. I looked at him. I was like, "There's a guy who sleeps with his mom," <laughs> and he may have felt that way because Harry Treadaway is British. Yeah, I was gonna say. I'm looking at his IMDb picture, and I'm like, "This guy looks British as fuck." Yeah, he does. Yeah, it's so funny. He's like hottest man in England, and he's yeah, like yeah. a f- he's like a six. <laughs> <laughs> Yep, <laughs> you're a British six. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's a British ten. You think? Well, he looks like a. Look, he look. I don't know. He, he looks like he could be uh, maybe Robin Thicke's brother. Uh, you think so, Robin Thin? <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh yes, I'm. Oh, oh quite hungry. Solid for me. Yes, oh. quite hungry. <laughs> Want a liquid diet? No. <laughs> Water. <laughs> I uh, actually think okay. Yeah. Is he uh-huh. Is he ridiculous looking or is he is he a cutie? <laughs> it's Hard impossible to tell. to tell. I'm going through all the pictures of him on IMDb. Yeah. And I keep looking and sometimes I say, Alright, he's a handsome young man. And then other times I'm like, You look like Pennywise the clown. <laughs> Yeah, why didn't you play Pennywise the Clown in the It movie? Now, here's a question. Uh-huh. Why didn't 
Uh, do you know who was originally cast to play uh, Brady Hartsfeld um, before his untimely death? Was it uh, the guy who played Pennywise? No, he's alive. He only oh. he's oh. not really a clown. <laughs> oh, I don't know who. Anton Yelchin. Ah, yeah. Which would See, have like, been which that that would have been interesting. I think. I mean, I think it's in again. I think it's a good show. Could one of the like. A lot of good performances in this. Right. You're right. That would have been even more interesting. I think that would have been interesting because Anton Yelchin, like, he has, like, a boyish look about him. Yes. Like, he looks like an innocent young boy in every movie. In in that fucking, that movie Green Room, when, like, you know, it's like he's under siege and shit. Like, (laughs) what a good movie. That movie's fucking awesome. We We, should, we should do that. We should do Patreon. Absolutely. Is that, um, who directed that? Oh, it's the guy who did Blue Ruin. Yeah, he did a blue movie, a green movie. Yeah. Has he done anything else? Any other no colors? No colors. No. That was it. Anyway, I would do, I would do a blue and a green. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you should do a yellow movie next, but whatever. Um, <laughs> yeah. What I, if it's just called, like, Yellow P? <laughs> yeah. It just... <laughs> Piss yellow. Piss yellow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Now, Anton Yelchin, I, th- again, that would have been cool, too, to see him as, like, the, uh, like, when uh, when Brady is, um, you know, driving the ice cream truck or whatever. Mm. Like, Anton Yelchin looks like a, the kind of, like, you know, sweet boy that would drive a fucking ice cream truck. Yeah, it's a little bit more believable that he could trick someone into being... His yeah. friend. Right. Yes. Um <laughs> instead of Brady, who's just a relent- relentless lunatic. Yeah, just, just a total fucking mind. Creep. Yes. Uh Anton Yelchin, uh-huh. that would also be I mean, that would be an his second king, I think. Right. Yeah, yeah. Hearts in Atlantis, right? Also a fake movie. Oh, right. Also a movie we watched that does and, not exist. <laughs> a movie we watched that does not exist and we liked. It was okay, right? That's an okay one. Uh, I think it was kind of boring. Kind of boring. Correctly. But it's like he's being pursued by the CIA or something or he's like sure he is. Yeah. Right? There's like men in trench coats. There are men in trench, co- in trench coats and like hats. Yes. Adjustment Bureau. It's Adjustment Bureau, guys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Do you think we've talked more about Adjustment Bureau or the Curve the Bullet movie on this show? Because I feel like I think of... I've never seen either, and I think about both of them a lot. I've definitely seen the Adjustment Bureau. The only thing I remember from it is obviously the hats. The power of the hat. Yeah. The hat... (laughs) You know what the whole deal is, right? Um, You go through, like, different doors, and it, like, adjusts, like... Outcomes. Yeah, like, yeah, like you, you could change, right? Like, um, I, I, right, change outcomes. I think like change time or whatever. Uh, but you have to be wearing the hat. The hat is essential to traveling through one of these doors. That's right. <laughs> it's a cool hat. It's. A, I mean, it's a. It's a pretty cool hat. <laughs> Um, which brings us this uh, this brings us to our uh, our penultimate um, uh, segment here. Yes, this is where was Slimer? Where was he? 
Did you see Slimer in this thing? I didn't. I, I mean, was looking. I, well, <laughs> I I think I. Oh, did we do this segment last week? Did they? No, did we? I, did, <laughs> did they? It's not us. Death of the <laughs> author, right? Um, yeah, was Slimer on the railing of the stairs after Brady jacked off to the thought of <laughs> making out with his mom? Oh, I think we did talk about that last time. <sighs> Damn, was yeah. he in? All right, was he in this one? No, I didn't see any Slimers. I know that Brady stopped his mom from, you know, giving him a, a Slimer. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, Roby almost had a Slimer when. Oh, that was last week too, right? When the computer exploded. Yeah, that was. Okay. Yeah, that was last week. Um, what else? Yeah, no Slimers. No sli- Look, there doesn't have to. Slimers obviously not in every movie. It doesn't make yeah. sense for Slimer right. to be in your movie necessarily. Right, don't be ridiculous, people. Right, you you don't want to shoehorn him in there. It could damage the integrity of the whole project. Right. Now, that being said, mm-hmm. uh, that guy who tried to fuck Brady's mom had a bottle of Slimer in that bag of his. Oh, that guy was a Slimer? Yeah, he was a sli- That was a Slimer. So, <laughs> All right, so Slimer wasn't this. Yes. <laughs> right, and this was where it was Slimer. This is where it was Slimer. Which Great. brings us to our <laughs> final segment, IMDb. They just cheated us! This isn't fair! This isn't fair, <laughs> Annie, but this is... This is I, IMDb. IMDb, where we compare our opinion of the movie against the average weighted user score on IMDb.com. Uh-huh. Did I do that right? You did. Wow. All right. Cool. <laughs> Rob. Yep. Let me get the exact number up here. 21,204 souls mm-hmm. gave their opinion of Mr. Mercedes. Now, we do need to take into consideration that this is the rating for the entire series, not the first season. Right. Okay, so this isn't as scientific as I care to be. Uh, but with that being said... These 21,204 souls have awarded Mm -hmm. Mr. Mercedes an average weighted user score of 7.8 out of 10 stars. Yep. Thoughts? Well, these these scores are based on the entire series, right? Not just this first season. Yeah, you bet. Okay. Um, Well, if I'm just going to... If I'm basing this number only on the first season... Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean, it might be, like, a little high, mm-hmm. but uh, not much. I think it's probably right around... I mean, this is definitely on the high end of, like, King adaptations for me. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we I'm fine with going with, uh, like, a 7.8. That's fine. Okay. I'm looking at... Think? Well, I'm looking at the Season 1 episode scores... We've got, Are you trying to average them out? Yeah, yeah. I'm doing a just like a little back of the napkin math here. We got, oh. you know, eight, seven point seven, and I'm not weighting these by number of reviews, of course. Yeah, seven point uh, six, seven point eight. So it's all in like the. Yeah, know. they look like they're. It's maybe an average of like seven point six or so. Yeah. Which yeah, I mean like I that that's yeah, I would agree with that. You go that high. Seven point six. Yeah. Yeah. Where are you at? feeling a flat seven flat seven yeah and what's even worse is i can't tell you what this thing could have done differently 
Okay. That would have made me like it more. I, I, all right, fine. 7.8. Yeah, I mean. I'll give it up. Yeah, give it up. I got it. I got to give it up. <laughs> um, all right. And that's, that's it. it. That was very anticlimactic. We're just like, yeah, we agree. We agree with IMDb. All right. Well, now I disagree. I think there that we go. Now this we're score with gas. is too low. What? <laughs> You're giving you this the highest possible score? Uh, 10 I out think of 10? That, yeah. Uh, the score, the average score here for season one, if it's 7.6, I give it a 7.9. Jesus Christ. He's all right. He's off. He's off his rocker. Seven point nine. It's canon now. <laughs> Fine. I give it an eight point nine. <laughs> you sick son of a bitch. That's right. I think this is one of the best things we've ever watched. <laughs> I mean, it probably is, but um, you think so? Did we talk about how this is created by David E. Kelly? Yeah, we must have, right? We did, because you were like, "Who the fuck is that?" Yeah, and then right, it's like <laughs> that does sound like. And me. I said, "Ally McBeal." Please yeah. don't hit me. And you were like, I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm just like, winding up. You're like putting on your rings, getting ready to hit me with a closed fist. He, there's a, I guess a new or newer show called Doogie uh, Kamahala. Yeah, MD? it's it's Girl Doogie. Yeah, Girl, Girl Doogie. Doogie Hauser. Yeah. And then he's doing uh, The Lincoln Lawyer. Mm, which... My mom just watched. Maybe we have her on talk about the Lincoln lawyer. Yeah. I was like, how was it? She's like, I watched all of it. <laughs> I watched every episode. There you go. <laughs> who, who is the Lincoln lawyer? I know that the Lincoln lawyer. And like, well, that's what we're going to find out over the course of the series. <laughs> it's the, <laughs> it's the mystery yeah. at the center of it. Right. <laughs> it's just like the judges, the judge is like, you're acquitted of all charges. And everyone's like, what? How did that happen? And you just see a Lincoln driving away. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. Uh, all right. So that's it. Shows the o- end. Shows over. Shows over. This is shows over. <laughs> Where we end the show. Yeah. Uh, all right, Dan, what are we doing? Um, so let's see. We have one more episode left in our Joe Dante series, right? That's for Patreon. Correct. Dante speak. Dante speak. We will be discussing small soldiers. All right. So next week, Ugh. you guys, if you want jump on the Patreon, we we've had kind of a, like a nice little influx of people uh, subscribing. It's been very nice and it has warmed our hearts. Uh, I got this warm heart over here. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not going to be able to murder my nemesis at the big art convention. <laughs> my heart's too my warm. Heart's too damn warm. Um, so we got the uh, we got small soldiers, and then in two weeks, we're doing 2017's It. We're already at fucking It. Man. Oh my god, it's It Man. It Man. Oh man, yeah. I'm actually. You've seen it before, right? I have. I haven't seen the second one, but I saw the first one. Neither have I. Oh, we actually have some good stuff coming up. I'm looking forward to it. Yep. I'm looking forward to Gerald's game. Yep. That's. I all, love all these, Gerald's game. All of these, a lot of these movies coming up, I haven't watched because I knew that we would be doing them for the show. Mm. So I was like, ah, well, you know, 
just uh, I'll watch. We'll watch them naturally and see where you know yes. where I fall here. We'll watch. We'll watch it the way it was meant to be seen five years after it came out. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> on a on a regular size TV. Yep. Um, and then, I mean, we got some cool stuff planned for the Patreon too. Um, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna be doing some David Lynch films. We're gonna be doing some Lynch. We we have some uh, patron requests to honor too. We gotta. That's true. We gotta watch Rambo, I believe. Right? We gotta watch First Blood. Yeah, we're gonna watch First Blood. And then maybe the second one too, because like. Yeah, uh, First Blood Part Two. First Blood Part Two. <laughs> Rambo First Blood Part Two. Oh Jesus Christ. <laughs> yes, because uh, that's one that takes a bit of a right turn as well, right? Yeah, the second one is... Yeah, it, it's so different from the first one. <laughs> Interesting. Interesting. I, I honestly... I think that, like... I think you would like the first one. I think First Blood is, like, a legitimately good movie. Mm-hmm. And it has uh, something to say. And it's not silly... Not, like, overly silly and whatever. Ridiculous. Um, it, it is somewhat ridiculous, but not not like the fucking sequels where it just goes way out there. I uh, I look forward to whatever awaits us. Yeah. And of course, I think that was Kane, right? Our patron Kane, who yes, who suggested Who's, that. Yep. So thanks. You uh, you you did me dirty. You're gonna make me watch. Uh, weird Rambo. <laughs> <laughs> weird Rambo. Gets weird, right? So it, weird yeah, Rambo. Yeah, it gets weird. Uh, uh, yeah. So, so yeah, guys. We'll we'll keep everybody like up to date and like what we're doing on Patreon and stuff. And um, you know, if you if you're enjoying this, you know, definitely think about joining up with the Patreon. We, we do, um, you know, the little clips and stuff like that when uh, every week when we drop one. Mm-hmm. So if if you hear something you like, maybe think about it. Throw some uh, fucking bone, man. Yeah, it's fucking. Yeah, and the more more people, are, you know, we don't have like a firm goal yet, but the more people who subscribe, the more we're going to be able to do. Uh, right. Get on like weekly release schedules at some point. That'd be cool. Yeah, that we have. We should probably like release some sort of a uh, like a plan that everybody knows about. What we've been talking about. Yeah, a video you know, manifesto. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if we, you know, certain like goals, uh, Patreon goals that if we hit, then we could do like more things and, you know, just kind of expand the show a little bit. Maybe we'll cut this part and then drop in an intro when we know what we're doing. Well, maybe we will. Probably won't. <laughs> probably won't. <laughs> I'm probably uh, busy. So, yeah, if you want to check out the Patreon, uh, the link is in the show notes. The Lincoln Lawyer is in the show notes. Uh, besides that, you can follow us on uh, Facebook uh, at, you know, King Me Pod. Instagram. Instagram at King Me Pod. Twitter at King Me Pod. You can wow. email us at kingmepod at gmail.com. I'll say this yeah. about the, the um, social media. This is a good way to show, like, Show you, let your preference be known. Are you a Rob sure. guy or are you a Dan guy? <laughs> if you like, if you like Rob's attitude and demeanor, uh-huh. you know, affable, right. warm, informative, funny, you go on Facebook and Instagram, you get Rob. If you want combative, rude, difficult, yep. <laughs> impulsive, yep. You go on Twitter. Uh, you go on Twitter. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. I totally. 
I, I'm not not helpful, not informative. I think the last thing I tweeted from our account was that the only um, legitimate merchandise that King Me offers is our line of premium flash frozen steaks, <laughs> and that any <laughs> anything else is counterfeit. Speaking of which, um, yep. uh, our our dear dear friend of the show Diego, mm-hmm. longtime listener. Had a great idea for some merch, which um, I'm going to pull it up here. Hold on. I'll cut out the silence. Yes. Uh, He suggested a shirt or he he said that he made his own shirt. Okay. Which I don't think he actually did. I think he's full of shit. Yeah. You showed me this. What does it say? You don't have to be a blood relative of a member of the E Street Band to subscribe (laughs) to the King Me Patreon, but it helps. (laughs) And if you're thinking about subscribing, I'll remind you that that is as true now as it was the day we said it the first time. <laughs> uh, yep. So check out the Patreon. Uh, if you want, leave a uh, you know leave us a comment on on any of the socials. You can also rate review on uh, iTunes. We always like that. Oh we yeah, actually, do that whether you want to or not. Yeah, we have a new um, uh, thing, don't we? Oh yeah, we do. You gonna read it? Yeah, hold on. Hot Let me, shot. Uh, just bring that up. Part this deux? is from Jacqueline. Uh, five stars. V good. <laughs> Truly the official podcast of King and Me and Lacroix. Stephen King. <laughs> well, thank you. Uh, thank you. I find Mr. that very King. helpful. V good. Do we think that's five good? Like five stars good. I thought it was more like uh, like a court thing, like uh, oh, it's like King Me versus good content. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah um, and once again, King Me wins. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we come out on top mm-hmm. one more time in the in the in the fight between good and evil. We win. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. No matter who wins, you lose. <laughs> Until next week, of course, I am... I'm Dan. I'm Rob. Avon. Oh, Stephen King. Stephen King. Stephen King.